our whole problem as accountants yeah. is to go, okay, we're like, we I feel like I'm just a hype man right now. I'm just we, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get him. Get him. What? what? So, so. Okay. So our fundamental problem, and we don't even admit it as accountants, our fundamental problem is we're absolutely not independent because our money, our paycheck comes from the person that they're saying, hey, they're like going, hey, here's a bunch of money. Now, how do these... Oh, good. I was about to take my shot anyway. This is... (laughs) Thanks for listening to Drunk Ethics. If you would like to earn behavioral ethics CPE for listening to this podcast, there is now a premium course available for purchase on the Earmark app. Just go to earmarkcpe.com or download the Earmark app from the App Store or from the Google Play Store. And now raise your glass to this episode of Drunk Ethics. Hello and welcome to Drunk Ethics. I'm Greg Kite. I'm a CPA licensed in the great state of Utah. And I'm Adam Browd. I earned my MBA from BYU, Brigham Young University in 2019. Awesome. And it's exciting to have someone representing Brigham Young University. Yeah, the school that has, I just looked it up, 22 years we've been at the top of the stone cold sober list. <laughs> and here you are. And here I am today. We do a whole lot of stuff together. This is this is the first podcast yeah. uh, we've done together, but super excited about that. Uh, if this is your first time listening, just to get you up to speed, Drunk Ethics is the only certified course where the presenters, me and Adam, get drunk while discussing the intricacies of behavioral <laughs> ethics. And today's episode is Independence, Objectivity, Integrity, and Irish Whiskey. And we will both be taking seven shots during this one-hour course. So let's get into that with the first shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Very good. Smooth. Uh, So smooth. Oh, man. (laughs) And? And? Greg purposely put my lines right after, <laughs> right after the, the shot. shot yeah. Uh, okay. We also have it a third. burns, but it burns, Daddy. <laughs> we also have a third person with us today. <laughs> uh, we do. The wonderful Crystal uh, Paloa is here as well. When she rings the bell, it's time for us to take another shot. Yep. And today we will be drinking, uh, as you might have guessed from the title of the episode, we'll be drinking uh, Hellcat Maggie, which is an Irish whiskey. And, and they this are is not a sponsor. And when we run out of the Irish whiskey, we've got a second <laughs> yeah. whiskey, because clearly that's not enough for seven yeah, shots. Yeah, it's not going to be enough. So, um, They're not a sponsor, and BYU is not a sponsor. Exactly. Let's do this. Just, just to keep everything above board. You yeah. need to know who's sponsoring this stuff, <laughs> yeah. and it's not either of those. So we're getting right into it uh, today, uh, Adam. Yes. You, well, you're not a CPA, but you are no. an MBA. Yes. <laughs> did you take Did you take accounting courses? Oh, they are the ones that I came closest to failing at. <laughs> nice. But you're but you are a businessman. Oh yeah. And a stand up comedian. Yes. And in your, I'm sure in your accounting course, they did not get deep into the professional ethical requirements of the accounting profession. They did not. I I did HR for a while. And we talked about some ethics stuff there. And then I switched to marketing and they were immediately like, forget all ethics. There is is, no ethics in this. No. They're like, if you know ethics, do the opposite. That's what we do in marketing. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I assumed was happening in in all marketing departments. It's not a secret. Yeah. Mad Men, isn't that the entire... The entire show Mad Men was based on that. Yeah. And I'm drinking, so at least that part of it is part of where you came from. Yeah, those Mad Men light is Ex- what the show is. <laughs> exactly. So, Adam, uh, in, in the accounting profession, yeah. there, are, there are three main pillars of, of professional ethics okay. for accountants, and those would be integrity, independence, and objectivity. Mm. Um, Just like the beginning of the Constitution. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we Is the that people. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that was the right? Declaration of Independence. Oh yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, um, there's one a- shot in only. Here we go. <laughs> and the other, some other uh, uh, aspects of professional ethics mm-hmm. for accountants include professional skepticism. When you hear, do you, do you even know what that is? I-, I mean, it sounds like a way to be like, I'm mean, but for my job is what it kind of sounds that's, like. That's is that a, what it is. That's a, that's how I like to think about it too. <laughs> where it's like you're my client and you give me this stuff, but but. Just be aware that I'm going to say, I think this is bullshit yeah. until I prove it 
otherwise to myself. Craig feels like you're kind of being an a hole. That's why you pay me. And they're like, oh, this guy and his ethics. Right, what a great guy. Right. Look cool. at yeah. You're, you're being you're being a jerk. Well, it's in it's in the engagement letter that you signed that's on file. So oh. you knew what you were signing up for. Good, good. Um, another one is do care. Mm. That that should make sense. Child to, care. I get ch- it. Ch- yeah, you have to make sure your children are being properly. No, it's that you're basically you're doing your job well. You're doing a thorough job. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. And, then, and then competence. Oh, yeah. So that's why you can't do uh, accounting work, <laughs> not, not just because you're not a licensed CPA. Right. It's my incompetence most. In, in accounting, not not in general. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, but in... Because you keep specifying, it makes me feel but, better. But no, no, no. But you're a smart person. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Me and your mom not both in accounting. think you're a smart person. <laughs> so Okay, so so here's what, here's what we got to ask. What does integrity mean to you? Just if you were to define it to, like, like man on the street interview, if I came up and was like, hello, sir, what, how would you define integrity? Yeah, it's a conjugation of the word uh, integral. Oh, so it has to do with calculus, which also you did a great job doing. Uh, is that not right? Take the integral right. of x to the third yeah. minus 3x squared. I, I actually have a math degree, so you're I right don't. in That's my... That's why I'm trying to pull out of this joke immediately. Right, which you should. Integrity is someone who follows through with what they say that they're going to do. But that doesn't work because if you're like... I'm going to murder you, and then you murder them. I'm not going to be like, what right. a man of integrity. That guy, he really is. He's a man of his word. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, that's, no, I get, I get what but you're saying. But it kind of feels that way. Yeah. But yeah. in nice things, in yeah. good things. Yeah. And and so I think in, in terms of uh, accounting, like if we're just talking about integrity in general, yeah, yeah. I, I, I always view that as just sort of the, the, ver- the super broad, we are being, we're doing everything right. Like, like it's, it's sort of the highest form of moral purity is, <laughs> is integrity. Okay. And, yeah. and actually in, in the, in the AICPA code of professional mm. ethics, there is, here's a pull quote that I have for that just in my back pocket because <laughs> okay. I teach ethics. And it, it says that as CPAs, we're required to perform all of our professional duties with the highest sense of integrity, which is weird because often in my live classes, I'll quote that and then I'll ask people, I'll be like, so does that mean that as accountants, we are required to be ethically perfect in what we do? I mean, it sounds like, yeah. Yeah. Based on the definition. Yeah. Whereas all my marketing experience would be like, no one's perfect. Let's keep in mind. Right. These are just loose guidelines. Right. Rules are meant to break. Right. Because yeah, in marketing, you're like, we're purposely trying to manipulate people to do things oh, they yeah. don't want to do. Yeah. So let's just do that instead of be good people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That That's a pull quote from the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> from the, the ethical, the, ethical the professional marketing. ethical yeah, yeah, yeah. guide for marketing. Marketers. Give it a shot is what it kind of says. You know. Give your best shot. Yes. Stop short of murder, maybe. Yeah. But if it helps push some products. The follows the follow sentence is just sales, sales, sales written in capital letters <laughs> is what it is. Right on. So I would again back when when I do ask that question, our yeah, accounts do you have to be perfect. Right. My answer is yes. We are we Whoa. are we're required to be because oh, oh that's here we the, go. Here we go. Number two. Yep. That was a quick seven minutes. We are going to get crazy drunk, crazy fast. The most amount of shots I've ever taken within an hour is two. Oh, right on. Well, you're, so this is you're there within seven minutes. So, but and Don't ask me how much chocolate milk I drank at BYU because it was outrageous. <laughs> I actually, well, we're not going to get into that. I was going to tell a story, but it'd take us off, off track. So integrity. So the way I answer that question, yes. Yes. We, we are supposed to be ethically ethically and morally perfect with what we do as accountants. Now, God, you're full of yourself. There, <laughs> there are people <laughs> who push back, who say who say exactly what you... It's like, but we're human, so no yeah. one really expects you to be perfect. And you but, say human calculators. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, we are uh, actually ethically <laughs> yeah. and morally perfect, as long as our programmer was. <laughs> but but the, the the point is, is that we don't get redos with accounting. Oh, so if you in what, commit in what way? If you commit fraud, you can't be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, he'll pay it all back." Oh, you can't, yeah. I mean, that's not that's not part of if if you lie on uh, your report about a financial statement, on your opinion on a financial statement, there's going to be investors who lose their investment in a company yeah. and you can't just go back and go, "You're right. I I had a bad day. Mm. So sorry." Whereas if you're a marketer, they're just like, well, can you get away with it? That's right. what we ask. That, That's what we ask. You know this isn't for marketers. Oh, who is my audience? <laughs> it's a, it's a count. Oh, that's right. 
Um, so, but, but that's here, a good point. That's a lot of risk. Yeah. So I'm assuming hence the point of like, no, like yeah. let's give this more than your best shot. And that's why licensed CPAs are required to get in most states four hours of continuing education specifically on ethics every two years, whereas marketers required to get negative four hours of <laughs> ethics training. Yeah, we, we're supposed to go to the most morally corrupt places right. and hang out there for a couple hours. Okay, so as, as CPAs, mm-hmm. uh, basically what they're wanting us to use our integrity for, because when you think CPA, do you think taxes or do you think financial statements? Where does your mind go? Is it kind of both? Uh, I think I think financial statements mostly. Okay. Yeah, good. Me, because and that's obviously integrity does need to apply to tax returns if you're doing tax returns, which I do. Uh, you do your own taxes? Yeah. Well, with the assistance of. Don't say it. They're not a sponsor. The devil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah. So obviously, integrity should apply to that too. But where, as CPAs, what we're licensed to do that other people can't do is do audits of financial statements, audits and reviews. Oh yeah, 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 and, yeah. and compilations of financial statements. So when it relates to financial statements, what and another actually, you're all double checking each other's work though. Yes. So if you all agreed not to be, not to have integrity, right? I'm not going to put that idea in your head. I'm just yeah. saying. Loophole, right? We can keep going. Well, oh, oh, don't don't get me started. There's so many ways that you can conspire with other people to mm. break the rules, but that's what we're saying. But that's don't, why you're highest, having this lesson. You're right, not supposed to. highest level of integrity with highest. all of our professional duties. Cool. So what they're so when we look at financial stu- statements, what the public is expecting us is, is expecting from us, and the public trust is also another aspect of our professional ethics is that we're supposed <laughs> to make sure that we are good to the public because they're trusting us to be good to I'm them. I'm only now realizing that accountants really think the world is looking at them as like, man, the backbone of America. I got to tell you, you're one of my closest friends. I still never think about accountants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's great that you guys are putting so much we, effort into it because well, it's true my world would fall apart if you weren't. But it's a yeah, cuz it's a big damn deal because so I mean, yeah, I like getting paid in an honest way and I want my taxes to be done in an honest way. So it makes sense. It's yeah. just something I never think about. Well, and even even going bigger picture with that, one of the things like trust makes commerce work. Mm. If no one trusts anyone, no one will do commerce with anyone else. Oh, that makes so, sense. So, and, and we're talking what we do helps establish that trust on a big level on, you know, specifically on this. Yeah. A lot of times we're talking about public markets, but not just that. I have to get at my day job. I got to get, I, I'm, I don't work at a CPA firm. I work in-house for a group right. of medical office buildings. Right, right, right. And we have to get our financial statements reviewed, which isn't, it's like there's an audit, which is like super intense, and then mm. a review, which is much less intense, okay. where they just don't look quite as thoroughly into everything. They go, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, but it's, from still what, someone's from what double seeing. checking your work. Exactly. And, and we're required to do that by our bank. The bank requires it of us because the bank has to trust that we're going to repay them for the, you know, 20 plus million dollars of loans that we have with Zion's sure. First National Bank Incorporated. Exhausting but necessary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, that, that all makes sense because no one would do commerce. I hate anytime I go on vacation, I have to do bartering with people where they're like, buy yeah. this jacket. I'm like, right. for how much? And they're like, for how much do you think? And I'm like, right. 20 bucks. And they're like, wrong, 200 bucks. I'm like, this isn't going well at all. <laughs> right. Right. And and a lot of that, again, the bartering comes from because there's no trust. No trust. At all with yeah. anyone. Yeah. They so, think I have a billion dollars in my pocket. I think they made that for like 20 bucks. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and then, so the public re- relies, and this is the funny thing too, the public relies on the auditor's opinion of the financial statements, which I always think is funny that it's specifically worded as it's our opinion on their financial statements. It's not, <laughs> yeah, that is we're not, weird. And it's our opinion on the honesty or or that the financial statements are correct. Yeah. And it, so we're not just we don't say yes these financial statements are yeah. correct. We go our opinion is that they're correct, which is like we're trying to distance ourselves yeah. a little bit of it because we could look be at wrong. this guy. I mean, for me, I mean, there's opinions and there's facts, and my opinion is yeah, yeah these are great. Well, that's a very that's a that's a very uh, integrous is that the word a response? Integrous it is now. Nice people know what you're saying. Good. That's so, uh, right to be like. I mean, my opinion is that it, yeah, it looks yeah. right to me. Right. And it's like you can't get into every single transaction for a company for no. the time. And that's why. But it's funnier to think of you just looking at a guy and being like, look at this guy. My, I trust I, him. Yeah, my opinion is. My opinion but, is. But, yeah. I, but I have professional skepticism. So really, I'm supposed oh. to go and go, I don't trust this guy. Prove me wrong. Look so, at this guy. There we go. Same sentence, different tone. So my opinion 
the the public needs me. They they want to make sure that I'm honest, that my opinion is honest. That right. if I really think it's some shitty financial statements, and I go uh, okay, and I go these are great financial statements. That's third shot right there. It's most I've ever done. That's it. You're you're in a new you're in a new whole new world. Wow. Um, that if I say these are good financial statements, when I truly know that they're crappy financial statements, they want to know that I'm being honest. That mm. they're so that that's a big part of integrity. The other thing is, and this goes back to the do care kind of thing. When I say these are good financial statements, yeah. they want to make sure that I've actually done the work to have to actually have an opinion. <laughs> sure. That I you know because you can't just go. Well, I haven't looked at anything. Yeah, but you know, I I yeah. watch. You know, I I do a lot of. In my opinion, I have a lot of work to do. I pray. So. I pr- well, I prayed about it. <laughs> I prayed, and yeah. and it says these are good financial. It was statements. revealed unto me that this is fine. Right. So so that's not really what the 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 public wants. Yeah. But that's what they do. Process. They don't want. They don't want us praying about it. They want us actually looking at. it. That's what I'm saying. Sure. So yeah. Do care. Do care. Do care. Yep. So next thing. D U E. Let's get it. We're do three care. shots in. Are you feeling it at all? Oh yeah. Are you? I'm having a great time. I'm good. <laughs> I feel warm. I feel nice. I definitely feel warm. And this is some good shooting whiskey too. It's, yeah. It's I'd nice. probably cuddle with most people right Would now. You? Is how I feel. And we're apart from a table, so maybe afterwards. Oh, only a table separates us now. <laughs> So objectivity, what do you think objectivity is? Uh, that's when like babies see, I love you, man. Uh, see a thing and then you cover it up and they're like, <laughs> it's still there. Right. Right? Uh, yeah. Object permanence. It's like when <laughs> when I close my eyes, the financial yeah. statements still exist. Uh, yeah. 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 Ob- that's, objectivity permanence. Yeah. Objectivity permanence. No. Obje- not close, but I like that. Thank you. That's good. That's why Thanks you're for the- telling everyone that's close. That's why you're the jokes guy. Not drunk enough to know when Greg's lying to me. Uh, object. <laughs> object. Objectivity, obviously- is not that objectivity and here's so i i looked up just in case i wouldn't be able to pull it up from my own brain sure, at this point yeah. in the podcast objectivity means dealing with facts and or conditions as perceived without distortion by personal feelings prejudices or interpretations mm, so you guys thinking you're robots again that's what it, it feels like dude that's so much of the job is to be human robots and you're kind of pushing a button because one of the major fears in the accounting profession is that our jobs will be taken over by computers and robots. Oh, sure. So, which you know does kind of make sense because even like we were saying, I, I mentioned you can't you can't analyze every single transaction for an entire year. Well, guess who could? A robot, a robot. could. But <sighs> again, they have to be programmed right. With and we're not there right now. So until robots take over, we still have to be good people and human robots. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but but objectivity. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, so the question, the next question of the day is this, can you have integrity if you're not objective? Do you think? I, I think yes, mostly because I don't think you can hit true objectivity because I'm a psychologist. So I have a psychology background. Right. And tell me about your psychology background. So one of the things I hate most when I was in business school was all these guys who are like, but if you just think about it logically, thinking as if your brain can like oh. shut off all emotions, impossible. Right. Thoughts are emotion. And in fact, prioritizing logic is just prioritizing different emotions over other emotions. So the idea of having pure objectivity, get bent, suckers. You can't do it. You can't. It's impossible. Right. That's that's awesome. So basically, you're saying as much as accountants want to be human robots, mm. at the core, we're not human robots. No, and you should embrace your humanity. I, should, are we cuddling yet? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, wait. So what was it? Uh, oh, right. So can you can you have integrity if you're not objective? And yes. you're saying you're saying yes saying because yes. otherwise integrity would be impossible. Because yeah. you're saying ob- objectivity, true, true, like faultless objectivity is impossible. If, yes, and it okay. feels like the the catch would be maybe you should acknowledge your biases and like try to correct for them, but acknowledge that they could slip in or possible biases as well. Right. I, I would assume would be part of objectivity. Or if you're looking at something, you're like, hey, yeah, this all looks correct to me. That being said, I do agree with this organization, or I used to work for this organization, still have ties to it. Right. So therefore, that could be a potential bias of mine, but I tried to set it aside for this as best I could. Right, gotcha. And so, and we're going to get that to that a little bit later, actually, oh, okay. in the discussion, because there are some very specific rules. I think for I could in- be accountant if you plan you, that later, and I already found the answer. You're really like, you know, you're 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 teeing up all of this <laughs> stuff. Here, here's why. Here's one of the things why I think integrity well and let let's for now let's table 
the possibility that objectivity is impossible. Okay. Okay. Let's let's say that it is possible to be objective. It's a thought experiment. Okay. But but if you could be objective, mm. is can you have integrity with well? I am a little bit feeling these shots right now. <laughs> yeah. Could you have integrity if you're not objective? Here's and here's the, here's the thought experiment I want to say. Let's say you're. Let's say you put yes. your child Asher. Yes. In a beauty pageant. Sure. Okay. And he and so twenty twenty two. Do what you want, man. Yeah. And so he so he is he's in a beauty pageant. How old is Asher? He's turning four next week. Right on. He's and he's adorable. Just, oh, he's when so I went cute. To, when needs I went a haircut, to, but so cute. He's he's yeah. He, I didn't. I never seen him with glasses till this morning. Oh yeah. He's because he's a very irresponsible three year old. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, he doesn't wear his glasses. But it's adorable. Three year olds in glasses is adorable. Super cute. And today he was showing me his dragon. Yeah. He was showing me a raccoon. I go, is that your raccoon? He goes, no, this is someone else's raccoon. Integrity. So, it wasn't his raccoon. It, <laughs> it was his cousin's raccoon. He, he wasn't lying to me. No. But uh, but um. If, so if Asher beauty pageant is in a beauty, thank you. Yeah, I got you. I, that's where it's, that's. <laughs> I don't feel like it's affecting me, but my train of thought is definitely. But that not, raccoon seemed so important. It was a super ago. important, <laughs> and his glasses because he's adorable. It's so important. So, uh, Back on the beauty pageant. So Asher's in a beauty pageant. Yeah, and and this this would not happen. Yeah. to Asher. But am I judging it? No, no, you're not oh, the judge. Okay. You're but but here's the thing. You you have to so the judges are like we are sorry but Asher is the ugliest child so help ever me ever seen oh. in our lives now you have to give your opinion mm. to the public to the markets to the markets of the United States of America on which your 401k relies you need to give your oh, opinion <laughs> that was a, this is number 4 you have to give your opinion on whether or not you think on the on the honesty and the accuracy of those judges' opinion, of, I'm auditing them. You're auditing their opinion there of will your be son. Hell to pay. Can you? Can't. That's the thing. Can you have? Can you have integrity? Could I? Yes. Do I want to in that moment? Absolutely not. Okay. Shots will be fired. Gotcha. My boy is beautiful. He. Well, yes. <laughs> and my children are beautiful as well. Good. Good. And everyone's. All God's children are beautiful. Good. Four shots in. Ah, that's, we finally found acceptance. We we did. <laughs> that's it. And so so really, yeah. with that, anything that comes back other than your child is a glorious gift from God yeah. would be, if they're like anything other than that, you would have to give a qualif- you'd have to give an adverse opinion yeah. to that saying. Sure. So if someone else's ugly child got up, and they said, "This is the most beautiful child <laughs> on the world." Yeah. Could you be have integrity with that? I think I. Well, I think in that scenario, I would be. I would be fine with that one because someone else's beauty does not reflect on Asher's right. beauty, so and that's it, fine. And you're objective in that case. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and and that's and that's what we're getting to is that is that with if you're objective. Your integrity. If you're not objective, your integrity is going to be called into question. Sure, understandably so. Yeah, and, and which which even comes back to a bigger like. But anyone who saw my child and said he was not beautiful, their it's, integrity would also be called. Especially into question. after f- you give me four shots and say my kid's <laughs> ugly and uh, maybe f- you yeah, forever. Absolutely. So this is the this is the uh, only certified behavioral ethics course <laughs> that's full of swears full too. of swears full of the swears um okay so let's get let's get into oh, oh let's start talking about why ob- objectivity is impossible <laughs> i just want to point out your notes here say hot or not says your kid is ugly and oh. i love that it's specifically hot or not right that's very fun. oh that's what i put in the notes <laughs> that because that was a thing that's like a thing yeah it used to be for sure right yeah is it st- is there something like is there something like hot, hot God, or not I anymore I hope not. Yeah, Tinder's kind of hot. Tinder, that's true. We outsourced it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Well, we raised the stakes on Tinder is what it is because it's not just random people who are saying you're hot or not. It's people that you were hoping- Who have to have an investment. Yeah, to have a relationship. Yeah, it's kind of like the the markets. There's more more at stake on Tinder than hot or not. I don't know if that increases or decreases their objectivity, but I don't know that Tinder really cares about that. Yeah. Well- you know, I did look into the prospectus for uh, Tinder uh, holding and heavy machinery Inc. and they they do have they they do have a, a commitment to integrity. Oh, good. So 
here's some reasons why. I have why no idea what that just meant. Objectivity. <laughs> hey, how many? Are we four? We're four in. Four. Um, just how, over halfway. Ha, okay, so next next thing I need to know. Crystal, you're so pretty. I just want you to know that. She is. So she's pretty. A, she's gorgeous. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what. You're doing great. If anyone said anything other than that <laughs> right now, oh, it's cuddle time is over <laughs> if that happened. Over. Grapple time replaces cuddle time. Okay, here's three. I came up with three reasons. You're you're a psychology major. Yes. You well, you you actually uh, undergrad and one year of a PhD. There you go. So you are you're my therapist right now. Sure. So, th- there's three things I identify <laughs> I didn't for do why that type of psychology, but sure. Here's here's three three reasons why I think uh, objectivity is like like perfect objectivity. Go on. Is impossible. One of them is confirmation bias. Yeah. Tell me what. Confirmation bias. Is. Confirmation bias is when um, a priest in the Catholic Church is confirmed to be a priest, and everyone's like, "Is this even legit?" And they're like, "Absolutely, it is." And people are like, "That's confirmation bias." Right. Secondarily, confirmation bias is when uh, you're you don't know much at all about Catholicism. Though <laughs> I have no idea about Catholicism. I've been to, <laughs> I've been to mass so many times, though. That's ha- true. Have you? Oh, so really? many. I've times. been like once to like I've, a Catholic mass. At least, well. At least two dozen, which doesn't sound like much, but ask any Catholic, and they're like, "That's well, about as much as I've been as well." I, I, oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Ask any Mormon, and they have been oh, there nearly no, that many." Even less, but yeah, yeah Catholic not the religion. Good, no. good Con- point. Confirmation bias is also when you find things that just agree with you, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, see, that's right," because that was my opinion, and my opinion is is right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like the way I think Nailed about it. it is if you so let's say we spread out like that the evidence for or against a let's just say financial statements again because that's what we're talking about sure so let's say we we spread out all the evidence on this table yeah yeah, yeah. about I don't have a clue of what it says because like I said I nearly failed accounting it's, a, it's okay I'm here I got oh, you oh thank goodness so we spread it all out and and there's certain things that that might indicate that the financial statements are accurate and thir- certain things that might indicate that the financial statements are not that accurate probably the numbers and if I go in it going <laughs> Going, this. <laughs> that was a pretty funny joke, wasn't it? It was as soon as I said, I almost interrupted and was like, "That didn't get any laughs." But that's a pretty funny joke. <laughs> that was a pretty funny joke. Um, and I and I latch onto something like whatever whatever I'm assuming at the beginning. Yeah. That these financial statements are correct or that they're incorrect. Confirmation bias says that once I like it could be like the, so. Let's say my my bias is that they're not correct. Okay. And I go along and I say, so this thing shows that they're correct. This sort of shows they're correct. This yeah. sh- this is an indication that they're correct. This is an indication they're correct. This is an, incor- an indication that might be correct. incorrect. Correct. <laughs> and then the one that says they're incorrect, I go, see, I told you. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, incorrect because yeah. right there. Classic confirmation that, that's bias. That's confirmation bias. Even Absolutely. though I, I was like, Matt, I kind of poo-poo the ones. Yeah, I wish I had confirmation bias, but every time I looked into it, it's clearly, <laughs> I just don't, you know? All the research indicates <laughs> I don't have any confirmation. In, uh, you know, wish it was different, but it is what it is. Right. I'm a perfect no, that's, person. That's good. Uh, and which is why I had you on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. The next, the next psychological bias. Yeah. That I'd like to talk about is the contrast effect. Contrast effect. Do you, do you know the contrast effect? I had to relook. It was in my notes. Contrast to, effect. You wear mostly one color. You do one color that clashes with it, but only to draw attention of the opposite sex. It's similar to peacocking. Let's drink. Oh, oh I forgot to pour my next one. Hang on. I'm behind. No, hang on. It's so. Uh, so Whiskey con- was drank. Confirmation bias is peacocking. Uh no 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 we're on contrast contrast effect mm. contrast effect is 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 not that no. that's <laughs> okay right but that is what it might be in the in the fashion world yeah if this was that's the contrast effect. ethics for fashion for fashion people. we established at the beginning I like to hit a broader market than you do you, true but what is it for accountants contrast effect well it's not anything for accountants accountants don't know what the hell contrast effect is it's something for psychologists it's, it, oh so I've never I don't think I've ever heard of this you haven't heard of it oh okay here well it's, it's very it's a very simple concept okay it's that um it, it's that you're like let's say let's talk about like just I mean again people being handsome like the hot or not sort of thing sure like but here's let's a, not talk about kids in this scenario. no I'm gonna talk about you please Adam. So I would say you, Adam Browd, and this isn't just because I've had now five shots of yeah. whiskey. You're a handsome fella. I'm a okay. I'm a handsome fellow at three shots, if you <laughs> ask me. 
<laughs> and I would say, objectively, you're a handsome person. An objective six. Okay, back at you to talk about talk about me now. Let me go to this one. What? Oh. You want me to say you're objectively handsome? No, tell me what you... Objectively, how do you think I look? Objectively handsome. Do, yeah? I don't know if people are going to see this, but Greg is like super fit. Oh, well, th- well dang, thanks. So now Spain here's... Spain cares a, about okay, his body. So let's talk about good fit. Good for you. Okay, so let's talk about fit. So yeah, I, I work out every day. Every uh, day? Well, five days a week. Every weekday. I work every out weekday. For about 90 minutes, lifting My some weights. Goodness. I feel pretty good about... My no one can see this, but Crystal is nodding her head so enthusiastically at this. But she's like, and I watch on the sidelines. And 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 sh- and and Crystal like she likes my 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 arm muscles, my biceps. My wife's an arm person as well. Yeah. So please only wear long sleeve shirts. I, that's why I do. That's why I cover up when so I come much. to the Broad household. Good. That's so, oh, that's integrity. Put, <laughs> put me. Listen. Put me next to Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Ugh. and I'm a noodle-armed child. That's true. Compared to him, that's yeah. the contrast effect. Yeah, is you could so you he look wouldn't, at, he wouldn't even like I wouldn't even be worthy to be his weights. He could curl me oh, so easy. Oh yeah, he like it, it would be dust on the scales. Which again is actually it's funny you mentioned that because I bet you I'm probably a good at least sixty pounds heavier than you are. I'm one eighty. Okay, make that one eighty five. Yeah, six. Yeah, I'm sixty pounds heavier than nice, you. Nice, all muscle. Which means, which means these shots have a whole lot of me that they got to affect than, than you. <laughs> you're at a true. you're at a disadvantage when they're, it comes to Hellcat Maggie. They are surging through the skin and bones <laughs> so quick. <laughs> but it's me who can't keep my mind like going on the stuff. So okay, contrast effect. So here's the thing. So if if, if my you, liver is cleaner than yours, if you look at me. <laughs> I imagine it yeah. is. You look at me compared to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sure. I'm a noodle arm child. Mm. If you look at me compared to um, that guy from um, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm friggin' Mr. Universe. Oh, because Compar- you're comparing and contrasting yeah, these two things. And that's the contrast effect. Sure. So even when, so, and that affects objectivity. Is that if you're looking at? I'm let, for sure drunk because I can't see the connection. Keep going. Well, here's the thing. So let, let's say the last engagement I was on. Okay. Those those people's books were just horrible. Like sure. they, there Atrocious. was so much. There was just so much wrong. Enron with them. round two. It was Enron times two. Yeah. Round two. That's how bad those guys those Awful. guys books were. And now I come to another company, and their books are bad. Okay. But they're but but I just came off of the world's worst engagement oh. with the worst books. So you're like, this can not I the objectively worst. can I objectively give an opinion about this next? Set you or, better. You're an accountant, right? And I'm a human robot. Yeah. And like you said, that's possible. These are the requirements. Did I? <laughs> but alternately, if the last engagement I had, yeah, was these, super bad. No, was amazing. Oh, was amazing. Was, everything was absolutely perfect. Like uh, I had no, golden. I had no notes. I had no, uh, uh, no adjusting journal entries that I request that they record in the financial statements. I don't have any reverse Enron examples to give. If this was cleanest accounting, doesn't show up in the news as frequently. Right, as not not nearly as much. I don't. I actually don't either. I was like, oh, do you know what I do have? I don't know. Uh, Utah Valley uh, Medical Offices. Oh, that's my company. Nice. So let's say you just came off a of, all right. When the audit, <laughs> when the when the auditors come off of my review, the oh, next they people they get thrown in the toilet because compared to my books, their books are. Are crap. Yeah. Pure sh. <laughs> so either way, that's so confirmation or not confirmation, contrast effect. Yeah. Is a way that you can't that's gonna impair your objectivity. I and feel it, like contrast effect. I feel like we've been talking about this for 10 minutes. Like time has extended. And uh, I yeah. And the listener feels the same. The next <laughs> the next psychological bias. Sure. Bias blind spot. Do you blind know, spot. Do you know bias blind spot? I love this I mean, I know one. what a literal blind spot is. What's so a literal blind a, spot? There's a point in your eye that no... Uh, that for your oh. optical nerve connects to your eyeball in the yeah. back. Yeah. And so when the light hits it, it is a spot in which your eye cannot see. So your mind just fills in the gaps instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is your blind spot, which you can test and it's super fun. It is super fun. Uh, I, so I did that like in ninth grade. It was really, yeah, it, was, it was like trippy. Oh, I like, love it. was like cover this eye and then look at this dot and the other dot goes away. And when I taught, I taught psychology at the University of South Florida and it was my favorite thing to teach because I could skip to biases so easily. Uh, I'd be like, okay, so if you cannot trust even your senses, such as your eyeballs in certain situations, how could you completely trust your outlook on life? Right. 
Ooh. Right. Well, okay. Ooh. It's which is exact. Kind I know of, why turning my head feels so good right now. But, <laughs> but it how does. many are we in so far? We're still. I can't five. believe we have to drink more. We have than to, this. two more. Two more. I have never been this drunk in my it's, life. Really? Oh, we're gonna have to make sure you're hydrated, just because I care about you. Thank you. So do you, you've got water. I've got yeah, some. I got some Gatorade. All but day. we got. But water. we got. Here, listen. Kay. So blind um, spot. Yeah, bias blind spot is 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 kind of what tell me if this is what you're saying cuz I don't know if I totally understand things right now <laughs> but bias blind spot is where it's the the idea that you listen to things like you said it before contrast or the uh confirmation, confirmation? bias and you're like uh, confirmation bias yeah, totally yeah. doesn't work for me yeah that's, I don't have it right but that's that's bias blind spot sure. where you read about all these things you go I'm smarter than that yeah, it's it's yeah. so which uh, really the, okay we were 5 in now we're 6 in cheers uh, mm so <laughs> bias blind spot, and I think marketers must love this because I I think about the bias oh, blind yeah. spot with marketing a ton where love it's that. like it's like if you do these things it's gonna nudge people to buy your product and I read about that and I go that doesn't work for me Ooh, I only buy the stuff that gotcha. I want that's bias blind spot absolutely or, or it's like co- confirmation bias you only the stuff that, ref, that that reflects what you want it to say that's sure. the stuff you're really gonna pick up on you go yeah I get it that that's the case but I'm I'm smarter than that yeah and that that's but you're not I'm not. And the research says that I'm not, but I, no. but I truly, it's so dumb because mm. even with you bias a, blind spot, I go, that, that's not, that doesn't, that's not you. Me. You have to be a, a perfect accountant, Greg. Right. Nice try. Right. So we have all those things. All of them. And all of those impair our objectivity. Your humanity is working against you. It is. My what? Your humanity is working against you. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Your humanity is working against you. So. So here, so again, let's go back to the humanity. Beginning. Let's go. <laughs> going back to the beginning. Yeah. There's three main pillars of ethics for the accounting Are profession. There? There's integrity. Uh huh. There's objectivity. There's Object? integrity. Yeah. Which, well, actually, let's let's re- let's review this. Integrity. Integrity. Which is like being morally and ethically perfect. And we were like, that's not po- That's aspirational. Yeah. Good luck, dude. There's objectivity. Object permanence. Which objectivity is also not like not like perfect objectivity, not possible. We're all affected by bias. Not possible. None of this is possible. The world's lost. And the third one. No, it's not lost. The no. third one's stark depression. Okay, I know you're being funny. I'm not. But do you think the world's lost because we can't have objectivity? No, and it's integrity? fine. Humanity is a beautiful thing, and it's underappreciated even by those who experience in everyday life. So the third thing, I have to really lock down now because you're gonzo. I'm not. Yeah. So the third one is independence. Listen to me. The third one's independence. The third one's the Declaration of Independence. It is. And what? Right. It's. I had a joke about that, but Ugh. I can't remember it now. Um, Thomas Jefferson, not integ- no integrity. Well, well, wait. What was it? We didn't. Uh, oh, here's 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 the joke. Um, so so the question is this: Can you have in te- sorry? Can you focus have focus in now, Greg? I, can you have independence uh-huh. without objectivity? Can you have independence? Can you it? be independent if you're not objective? I don't know. In my brain, those words and work so independently that they're not even connected. So so oh, this is tough. Here's why you can't. Okay. Because guess what? We did not. Guess what? America didn't send King George. We didn't send him a declaration of objectivity. <laughs> that's a that's a good joke. It that's feels a like a pretty joke. good pull pull quote. That's a pretty that good feels joke. Pretty good. Yeah. So you reminded me of that. So um, can't wait to listen to that. On the back end of this, and be like, that makes no goddamn sense, Greg. <laughs> I think this will make more sense than it feels like it's making right now. Good. So, but maybe that's just an inflated sense. We of have self-worth. one more shot. Right, we got one more. Great. And we've got ten more minutes to talk about independence. Yeah, yeah. In t- teach me. Okay. Teach me. So independence is. Th- it's funny because we, through the law of syllogism, the what? The law of syllogism. So. Is he slurring or is this an no, actual word? You can't have integrity without objectivity. You can't have objectivity without independence. You can't have syllogism without the dictionary. What does it mean? Syllogism. Greg? It's just that. It's that is that if if A requires B and B requires C, oh. then really you need to look at C because A can't happen without C. So 
Okay. We're talking to human robots. They get it. You 100% don't. You but, can't have an A without B, then, and you can't yeah. have B without C. So if you can't, so listen, let's see if you can follow this. If you can't have integrity uh-huh. without objectivity, mm. then you need to have, you, you better make damn sure you're, you, you're objective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, or, else, oh. you, or else you can't have integrity. Oh, and, and then if, if you, you can't, can't have objectivity without okay. independence, Man. you better make damn sure you're independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or else everything falls apart. Yeah. And that's and that's so much the emphasis Makes in the sense. accounting profession for ethics. I sound so smart right now. Six shots in. Literally right now. Syllogism. You're a genius to me. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, Greg, you're <laughs> killing this. You're so good at your job. Did you come up with this? No, it's on a paper in front of me. The independence is where we focus so much of our attention when it comes to professional ethics in the accounting profession. Really? Because like I said- Because everything else everything depends el- on it? It would all crumble. And not only that- In what way? It Well, in two- I was so focused on telling jokes through most of this podcast, but you just reeled me in. I'm it, fascinated. In two ways. So the one way is in, in reality, without independence- you can't be objective and you, therefore you can't be you can't have integrity the other thing is if hmm. you're not independent so yeah. let's say again let's go back to the trust thing please do is that are people going to trust you if you're like you're you're expressing hmm. your opinion about your kid are you independent from your kid no no were you independent from the other kid that was said that he was Better. Yes. Yeah. So that was independence. I don't know that. So, kid. so if everyone else was trying to trust your opinion about the the results of this beauty pageant, yeah, yeah, they yeah. would trust them with the kid that wasn't your kid. They yeah, wouldn't but not trust my own you kid. With your own kid, exactly. And that's the same thing here. The public needs to trust accountants' opinions about financial statements. Okay. They're not going to trust your opinion if you if if you're getting a kickback from the company oh. that you're doing the audit from. So who pays me to do the audit? That see, that's the thing. And that makes it that independence is also impossible because you're getting no. paid by the company. You're getting <laughs> paid by the company that's having you give your opinion about their financial statements. No. Yes, so you're not. So you're like absolutely not independent. The world's a cruel place because of that. But that. But that's the big problem that accountants have. You're so smart though because Thanks, even six shots in, you found like the crux of the problem. Did. I'm six shots in, but I still work in capital in a capitalistic society. That's right. I know how it works. So, so our whole problem as accountants, yeah. is to go. Okay, we're like we. I feel like I'm just a hype man right now. I'm just we- like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get him, get him. What? What? So, so okay. So our fundamental problem, and we don't even admit it as accountants, our fundamental problem is we're absolutely not independent because our money, our paycheck comes from the person that they're saying, hey, they're like going, hey, here's a bunch of money. Now, how do these- Oh, good. I was about to take my shot anyway. This is- (laughs) I'm like, let's just do this now. Okay. I forgot to pour mine. (laughs) Uh, Let's get this over with. Let's get going. Ooh, I have never so, been this drunk. We're a hundred percent of our shots in through this through this podcast. So, am I coherent? Yes. Can you understand me at least? Oh, thank yeah. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Was that coherent? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so I feel like I. Okay, sure. Keep going. So uh, the fundamental problem that we have is that we're not independent because the company that we're giving our opinion on their financial statements, yeah. they pay us for that opinion. Yeah, that's not cool. Not cool. I mean, that's but, fine. You're getting paid. Well, that's good. But it doesn't help your objectivity and independence right. and all that stuff. And and as accountants, we don't even we want to be independent so bad that we don't even acknowledge that that money impairs our independence. You don't acknowledge it? No, it well Well, we're acknowledging I'm it. I'm right acknowledging. I will cuz that's my job. And oh. I want to tell everybody right now, your independence is effing impaired because you're getting money from the client Are who's people saying people going to listen to this cod podcast this cod past this podcast and agree with you or yes they, oh, okay, oh they, they absolutely they're like yeah we don't really want to yeah, acknowledge that it. because that's because that fundamentally impairs your independence but what we look at is other things that impair one's independence like for instance here's some things that we say impair our independence if cod you, past it's so, so funny <laughs> so so if i'm if i'm auditing Disney Corporation. Okay. And I own and they have like hundreds of thousands of shares of their company that are out in the markets. Yeah. If I own one share Oof. of of the millions of shares that are out there, you're I'm 
Am I independent or am I not independent? You're dependent I, upon that one I, share. Exactly. So my independence is impaired because I own one share of Disney stocks, which not might as give me impaired a, as I am, but you're impaired. The other thing, okay, if I let's say if let's say if I did the books for Disney, yeah, and then I audited the books for Disney, yeah, would I be independent? If you did them and then audited yourself, right? No, Greg thinks Greg does the best work, right? I I would think I did the best yeah. work, exactly. If Adam gave Adam a grade, Adam gets an A plus, exactly. So my independence is impaired mm. if I audit my own work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, easy. You Heck know yeah, this dude. stuff. Okay, now here's the other thing. If I let's say let's say I work for Disney, okay. Like I'm, let's say I'm not even an accountant. Let's say I'm a marketer for Disney. <laughs> let's not. Let's say that you're even like. Let's say you play one of the, you're Winnie the Pooh in the park. Okay, I'm Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I'm the mascot Winnie the Pooh. Super buff Winnie the Pooh in the park. You can't see because of those co- costumes. Greg is so jacked. Have you seen? I want every listener to know that he is. And this isn't this isn't a joke. I can't tell jokes at this part. At this point, I'm too impaired to tell jokes. Greg's like super friggin' ripped. This is true. So imagine Winnie the Pooh with he mentioned. Well, he mentioned Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's not far from that. I'm far from that. I'm I don't know about that. I've been watching that. all the Fast well, and Furious movies, and if you went in the, you are a mix between Vin Diesel <laughs> and I want to say Greg the Rock Johnson, and let's just call you that. Awesome. Okay, so if I worked for the company, even as Winnie the Pooh, and yeah. then I and then I audited smackerel of and then of I accounting, but no, no, like for real. Actually, let's say that's the truth. Let's say if I. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny too. And Thank I'm you, trying Seth. to keep us on topic. But yeah, you yeah. keep throwing me off. I know let's, you are. Okay. And it is my goal to keep you off topic right now. So let's say I'm a CPA like I am right now. But I yeah. right now, like my moonlighting that I do is stand up comedy that I do with you. And Winnie the Pooh. But let's say it was Winnie the Pooh. Okay. And that my moonlighting job was being Winnie the Pooh yeah. at Disneyland Parks. Mm-hmm. And that but my day job is being an accountant. What? But then my day job, I have to <laughs> I have to audit the books of Disneyland, but I'm Winnie the Pooh for Disneyland. And if it came out to the public that I'm Winnie the Pooh for Disneyland and I audit their books, am I independent or am I not independent? You're dependent. You're getting paid through Disney. Exactly. Because I don't want... The amount of effort it took for me to remember what company we were talking about. And it's one of the most commonly discussed companies in the world. But but you're exactly right because... I, I don't want I don't want to keep my paycheck coming in as as Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, so you're tempted to be like, oh, Disney looks great, they, everybody. Don't even pay attention to this. Especially if they're going down the toilet. I'm like, Dude. I don't want these guys to go out of business because I need my Winnie the Pooh side hustle yeah. to pay for my Subaru Crosstrek <coughs> that yeah. I got out there. So I need that. To, so I'd be like, no, the, even if they're if they look horrible, I go, no, these are great because yeah. I still need that sweet, sweet Winnie the Pooh money sure. to pay for my Subaru. Don't look at this money. Look at Splash Mountain. Come ride. Come take a ride down. Okay, we're pretty close to being done. Good. And there's not a lot I can do. I'm gonna read my paper to see if there's more <laughs> important things that we need to say before we're done with today's podcast. Winnie the Pooh doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Independence, I love you, man. Independence is a state of mind. Oh, this is oh, I state of mind. I oh no, the next ones. I copied these. I copied and pasted these out of the AICPA's. uh, What what was it? It was plain English. (laughs) Plain. They called it this. They called it the plain English definition of or, or like it was a whole publication they had called the plain English. Here's what independence means. You dumb mother. I think long that title, but I respect it. <laughs> Independence. Here's what it says. Yeah. These are quotes. These are quotes, but I, they're not like quotes, quotes, because like I, I took some, like they were really long, and yeah. I was able to make them shorter. Okay. Because because accountants mostly deal with numbers, so when you give an op- give them an opportunity to talk, they're going to go for a while, I assume. Right, and I don't want that. I want it shorter. Mm. So here's what it says. What does it say? Hit me with it. Independence is a state of mind that permits a member to be unaffected by the influences that compromise integrity, objectivity, and professional skepticism. I can't hear the word member without thinking penis, but I appreciate that. Gotcha. You're super drunk. I couldn't think of... seven shots in. They talk a member... That's like another word for CPA. So... Independence is a state of mind that permits a CPA. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If we go from, back to A is B and B is C. So if member is no, CPA, no. the CPA mean penis? No. Certified does, penis account. 
<laughs> What's this podcast rated? It's now it's rated X. <laughs> the definite uh the, oh oh so it says it says it's a state of mind that okay. So the so first they say it's the state of mind that helps that, that makes it so that you can be have integrity and be objective. Okay. And then they specifically have this caveat that says this definition should not be interpreted as an absolute. It is intended to convey that one must be free of all influences that might compre- that might compromise objective professional judgment. Instead, it should determine whether the influences that do exist create a threat that is above an acceptable level. Free of all influences. Guess who's under the influence you're, right but, now? But what it's saying is it's like, you're going to have these biases that we oh, talked yeah. about. So they acknowledge they, it. They say, yeah, you can't be perfect, but they're saying you got to make sure that these biases aren't above whatever certain level they yeah. need to be to make it so that you are impaired with your independence, yeah. not so much with your alcohol blood content. Your eyes are so blue. Uh, Aren't they? So, oh, crystal nose. Oh. They're beautiful crystal sets. So, uh, that I don't know if I if we really put a bow on the topic, but that's all the words that are on my paper that was my notes. I feel like my integrity is improved. Has it improved? Oh yeah, good, awesome. And when I, I do marketing from here on out. I'm going to be like, I'm not independent. I'm not independent. You're not. Or my impedendent. No. Nope. From this. A client, I'm trying to sell something, and you know what? When it comes down to it, I might myself be engaging in some biases. I might have a biased blind spot, in fact, in this situation. But then I'm going to look at that, and I'm going to be like, and now I'm going to extort it, and I'm going to sell things. But I'm going to be aware. <laughs> I'm going to be aware. <laughs> thanks to this podcast. Thank you so much, Craig. Uh, no, Adam. Seriously, mm, you're one of my shake favorite. My hand. <laughs> Oh, feels so You're good. One of my favorite people in the world is so fun to work with you. This j- for the listener, just so that they know, um, the uh, drunk ethics. This drunk is ethics. this is this is one of a four part podcast series. Please listen about, to this sober. Don't drink with us. Oh, or do Don't. that would be awesome. You won't get anything. And you out can of this. get continuing education credit by listening to this podcast if you go to earmark and take a brief quiz where somebody somewhere is going to find five things to ask you about what you listen to. You probably sound so dumb to the listener right now, but you sound so amazing to me. The way that you're able to even finish a single sentence right now, I'm blown away. Been so impressed. But thank you guys so much for thank listening. Thank you guys. I'm Greg Kite. I'm, uh, I'm drunk. <laughs> and, we'll, and hopefully you'll come back to listen to another drunk Ethical ethics. drunks. Bye Drunk bye. ethics. Do you want to re- do it again? And here's a podcast. Okay. What? What? Let's say here's you a, start. Here's here's come back. Come to back listen to, to another episode, episode of Drunk, Drunk Ethics. ethics. <laughs>